0: hey there commercial construction coffee talk fans thanks for <laughs> chiming in my name's david corson i'm your host i'm also the publisher and editor of commercial construction and renovation magazine this is what it used to look like i'm breaking out the archives november december 2014 rockbridge uh uh capital it looks like uh, i've got the whole team on there and uh uh you know there's john cooper one of my buds motorcycle dude uh on the cover so uh they were looking all dapper there when we took that picture. Uh, another great-looking issue way back when. Uh, this one was uh, 146 pages. And, oh, I always like showing where I was. So this is my picture in Philadelphia at our one of our retreats right there on Broad Street, right in front of the uh, City Hall there, uh, with Benjamin Franklin sitting on top of the building. But uh, I had a lot of hair more back then. Geez, you know, a lot more than I have now. But, uh, you know, uh, much grayer, not as brown. But, uh, hey. I'm still standing, so that's a good thing. Anyway, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, Myself, my brother-in-law passed away at 66. I just went over to Hilton Head, and uh, it was one of the most beautiful ceremonies that I ever went through. Uh, Beautiful video, pictures everywhere. He was in facilities. His company was called Mr. Squeegee. He was on Hilton Head Island. He was an icon there. Uh, His father, father father-in-law started the business, then he took it over, and now his son just took us. It, so it's now third generation, but, uh, was in, uh, you know, residential commercial window cleaning, gotten to some uh, light, uh, uh, commercial work, you know, woodwork, etc. And, uh, but he was a lo- loved by the community and there was, it was so nice to see so many clients show up and show their respects, uh, that, uh, it was just a, a really, really, uh, it was a celebration of life. And, uh, but, uh, 66 young, I just turned 60. So he's only like a few years older than me. So it puts everything in perspective. Um, uh, we'll miss him and I'll see him down the road. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be morbid when you pass, you know, it was a celebration and it, uh, so that, that's, that's kind of what I had going on since last Friday. I, I, you know, I came back this weekend and now I'm starting the week off again. Uh, I'm in production mode for my magazine and, uh, just, uh, You know, I am just slammed. I swear I get up at the crack of dawn, and then by the time I get at the end of the day, it's time to catch a few Z's and, you know, keep a positive mindset and then move on to the next day. That's all you can do. You know, live one day at a time and, you know, just uh, take, make the most of your life because life is short. You just never know what's going to happen. So, uh, and that's kind of where I was reflecting this weekend with my wife, you know, driving back on I 16 and, um, uh between Savannah and Macon and then up to Atlanta but uh all in all that was good to see uh, you know my my in-laws and nephews and nieces and they're having babies and all that stuff it it was uh it was just uh, real nice to see everybody and uh you know uh, you know and uh, so anyway but I uh, hope everybody's having a great week uh, you know, today, uh, you know, once again, beautiful here in Atlanta, no humidity, it's probably going to be about uh, 75 degrees, 80 degrees. And, um, you know, the humidity is going Indian summer, the trees are just starting to lose their leaves and they're turning colors. Uh, if you've never been in the South during during the fall, uh, towards the end of October, the, the you know, before you get to Thanksgiving, all the trees are just all the colors. It is so beautiful. And uh, there's a place called Helen, Georgia, where everybody drives up. It's really good. If you have a motorcycle, it's a great ride up there. But it's an old antique town and uh, all the the mountains are up there as you get into North Georgia. I mean, it's just beautiful. So we're just kind of in that mode. Uh, And then, you know, we get one good rainstorm with some wind and then all the leaves go by Thanksgiving. And then I'm, I'm cleaning them up about it for a couple of weekends, throwing them in the refuse bags and then you know, we're done. And then we go through winter for a couple of months, a couple of weeks of cold weather, and then boom, spring's here. So it's just like that. I can't believe I'm even talking about Thanksgiving. I just thought I just started 2023 off, you know, yesterday. It just feels like time has just blew by this year really, really, really quick. So with that said, today, I have someone from uh, my hometown in Dayton, Ohio, Her name is April Frakes and uh, she's the director of commercial business for a company called AeroSeal. Uh, And they make, uh, you know, HVAC systems uh, more efficient, et cetera. I'll let her tell her, her, uh, you know, her services and her products, et cetera. And uh, you know, with the changing of the seasons from summer to fall to winter, you know, you got to keep your HVAC units clean, you know, between pollen, dirt, you know, and the leaves falling and all that stuff. So I thought it was very timely. Uh, to have April on to talk about uh, AeroSeal and what they can offer. So, uh, uh, April, tell us about your, uh, you know, say hello to our listeners out there at Commercial Construction Coffee Talk.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm excited to be here, especially with someone else from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really exciting. Not, not a lot of us from the Midwest that are that are still out there. So, really good to be here. So, so- um, I actually... I was gonna but say, I, where are
0: where are you in Dayton? Are you in Dayton, the city of Dayton, or are you south, north? Where are you?
1: Yeah, we're south. We're in Miami'sburg. Miamisburg, actually.
0: 725. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. All right. So that's just yes. that's just out of Dayton not, towards Cincinnati yeah. on I 75 for those of you don't know, going south. So um, yeah. Well, well, the way this the way that we're gonna work our episode is uh we, we do your interview in three parts. You'll tell your story, where you grew up married kids dogs what have you where you went to school and then how you ended up at at aeroseal and then we'll talk about the last three years of the roller coaster uh lessons learned and any new products that you have might coming out et cetera. and then we'll finish off with one positive thought or phrase and your contact info and then we'll close out the episode so with that said the floor is yours tell us your story
1: perfect So, I grew up just south of Dayton in a little town called Middletown, Ohio, and I actually stayed local, went to school at Miami University, and originally- Go Red Hawks! Yeah, that's right. right. Originally went to school to be a teacher, so not what I'm doing now, but, but a really great background for me. But my family was in the construction business, so my dad is a heavy equipment operator, Uh, My grandpa poured foundations for basements and commercial buildings and things like that. So my entire life, I was always on job sites. I I have some of my earliest pictures of me standing up in front of the bulldozer that my dad was operating and showing how I was as big as the tracks, right? And um, actually, when I was in the summer of college, um, summers during college, I would work as a laborer on the job sites. So I was doing everything from checking grade to hammering in silt fences to sometimes I got to operate the rollers or the compactors. And every once in a while, I would move a bulldozer from one point to another. Right. But, you know, you have to be more skilled than me to do a lot more than that. But I can. There you like, go. Way you to go. Operate a bulldozer. I, I'm your girl. Uh, but but that was a great way to, to earn money during college. And, and honestly, it was awesome to learn about hard work, right? It was motivation to stay in school as well uh, and get on the other side of things. But I learned how to read blueprints. I learned how important it was to build strong foundations, right? On a excavating site, if you didn't get that pad completely plumb and level, then, you know, everything else after that would be off, right? Um, you would have puddles when it rained and things. And so that was just really great life lessons to, you know, do things exact and, and you know, work hard and, and how important and what you do impacts other people, right? And, and so that was taught, I mean, from a very young age, for me, just being around all my family. Um, so after leaving Miami, um, I actually ended up working at a couple uh, large corporations, F-100 companies, and I ended up in the sales organizations. And so I sold, at the end, I was selling really large uniform contracts, mats and facility services and While it was really cool, I wasn't really making much of an impact, right? Um, These companies were worth billions of dollars. And while I had these huge contracts that were multi-million, I didn't feel like I was really impacting things one way or another. Um, and so I found an opportunity at AeroSeal. They were looking for an engineer. I wasn't that. They were looking for someone that had most recently worked in, in the construction industry, and I hadn't done that since college, right, and, and what I did have was excavating and things, right. but um, somehow I got an interview, and I came in, and I worked, and I met with a founder and uh, our VP of commercial and Uh, I I had meetings with both of them. And what I was immediately struck by was the passion they had for our technology. We we have something that makes existing buildings better. And there's not a lot of people that are doing things to make existing buildings better, right? Once they're done, you kind of walk away. and, And there's a lot of technology around new construction and net zero with Renewable energy services, but there's not a lot about you know how you make an existing structure operate as designed, how you make it uh, more energy efficient, and so that's what drew me to air seal from the beginning. Yeah.
0: yeah. What did you What did you study in, when you were at Miami uh, of Ohio?
1: Yeah, I was. I trained to be an elementary school teacher. Oh wow! So I think that ties into my role really well, though. Believe it or not, because I all I do every day is I educate people on why you care about ductwork, work, why you care about building envelope, and why those things matter in the whole world of building science. Right. So all those things I learned about how to educate people I do every day. Um, people don't understand that if your ducts are leaky. That not only causes you to lose excess energy and your fans have to work harder, but it also causes you to have things like mold in your bathrooms and, you know, when your doors are sticking and and all this other stuff that happens. And especially, you know, what's been happening the past couple of years when everybody's worried about air quality in commercial buildings um, you know, if your ducts are leaking and you're trying to bring in fresh air, that fresh air is not making it into the space, right? And so I get to learn and then educate others on how important it is to make sure that your ducts are sealed properly and operating how they're originally designed. Um, And then also on the building envelope side, why it's important to have a, a strong building envelope that is um, protecting and really that barrier from the
0: outside. You know, family-wise, you and I have a lot in common because uh, my on my mom's side, uh, we've been in construction, demolition, et cetera, steel recycling since 1888. And I was named after my great-grandfather, da- uh, David Pollock. And uh, uh, when we all turned 16, I li- we grew up outside of Philadelphia, about 15 minutes west of Valley Forge in a place called Pottstown anyway. Uh, when you turned 16, got your license, you had to go work in the scrapyard. So I shoveled asbestos. I laid railroad tracks. I welded, you know, I I did everything, you know, and you know, every summer we had, you know, all the grandsons, you all had to go in there. And uh, my, my uncle Frank was the super and he scared the heck out of me. May he rest in peace, but uh, he was, uh, he was a brute man, but he taught me a lot of stuff, you know? And uh, so you know, I, I look, you know, look at, even though he was a scary dude, uh, he, he meant well. And, uh, uh, you know, and look, I look, I'm a builder right now. I just build a magazine, you know, I, I didn't use steel. I use paper ink. Now I'm digital. I do tech use technology, but I built this and every t- every month I build another one. I'm like, yeah, I built that, you know, so, uh, everything that, uh, you know, I've kind of learned, uh, you know, along the way, uh, you know, I've took bits and pieces of things that I did. And, uh, just like yourself, um, uh, You know, uh didn't, you know, you have that, but you, you know, when you, I was with, uh, uh, I was with a food company and then I came down to Atlanta and I was just bored and I saw an ad sales job. I didn't have any advertising, but I had sales experience and they hired me, but it was a stroke of luck. They had a furniture magazine and the people, they had 10 magazines and eight trade shows and they met me, they used to, they had a furniture magazine and my, on my father's side, he was in upholstery furniture. So they used to run ads in the magazine. So they met me when I was like three years old, small world. And uh, so they all oh, we'll were bring this guy in. So I got thrown on an auto magazine. I didn't even know what a headliner was or a seat, just like you, you, you know, you, you know, you didn't have any HVAC. And same thing I learned and this and that. And then uh, 9-11 came and they whacked. I was with Nielsen. They bought our company. That honeymoon lasted 18 months. And then they sold off about 40 or 50 magazines out of the portfolio. My little construction book got the ax. And the same year my my magazine, I launched it. My son was born. And they were like, I considered them both my child. And someone had to stick up for the magazine child. And I offered to buy it. They thought I was bluffing. And I resigned December 17th, 2001. And uh, I haven't looked back since. It's been a roller coaster since of being an entrepreneur but I'm still standing today and uh mm-hmm. wouldn't do it anything different and um it uh, it's been an amazing ride, but I look back at all the things that I did. I mean, I did my retail training at Levitts after I got out of school at University of Denver, and uh, I had unloaded trucks, I Scotch guarded sofas, mm-hmm. I was a picker, I built those little brass sofa tables that were lost leaders way back in the, in the in the back of the showroom, and, and you know I did all that stuff, and uh, so you know when I look at all the things that I that I did, you know I've kind of taking bits and pieces and molded myself into, you know, who I am today as the, as a publisher editor, but look, I do everything. I own, I fix the Xerox machine. I take the trash out. I, you know, I I do everything, you know, I've got a team, but I mean, technically, you know, I've learned everything from the bottom up, you know, and now yeah. my cousins that we were all born, two of my cousins, we were all born in June. So they're running the company right now, the, the Pollock Steel, they're running it, you know? So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I totally did the family thing and, uh, you know, yeah. girl, it, it's
1: awesome. Yeah, I think it it really drew me to AeroSeal because I knew that I could make a difference. I was employee number 38 at AeroSeal. Our commercial division had three people working. And now at AeroSeal, we have over 200 people. And I know because of the contracts and the education that I'm bringing to the industry, people have jobs because of me, right? And coming from a family of construction workers, I know that if there's not somebody selling those jobs, then you're laid off, right? And you don't have, and, and that was our life. If, if there wasn't a job, then, you know, you had to deal with that and the impact that that had on our family. And I take that very personally and, and make sure that all those guys that are out there, they're busy working because of what I'm doing, right? And it's it's a passion for me. I, I really... I believe in our technology and I believe in what we're doing to make buildings better. but also I believe in making sure that those guys are getting paid every week and, and that's a that's an important part of it for sure. Hey
0: yeah. hey listen we, we have a column women in construction we profile someone you know a lady a professional one, once a month doesn't matter what part of construction yeah. in. and uh, it's it's awesome to see women going in over the years playing in a man's sandbox and you know gaining respect and I never understood why men were designing stores when most of the women are 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 shopping in that you know and they probably they know how wide the aisles need to be they know how where the fixtures they know understand how the dressing rooms need to be done and I'm just talking retail but I'm just talking in general you know but uh, someone said to me, why don't you put more women on your cover? So I looked at my circulation. And I'm like, oh my God, half yeah. my circulation is female. I, I might as well put that column in there. I'm going to put more of them on, you know? So uh, I always try to have, you know, when I, when I do these podcasts, I always like to do them female, man, female, man. And, uh, you know, yeah. you know, because it's basically a split right now and eventually probably be more females than there are men in construction, you know, and, uh, yeah. you guys could do some hard work. I, I get, I, I, you know, it gives me a, you know, it gives me a, a good feeling when I see uh, you know, a 110 pound lady, you know, throwing a big bag of concrete over her shoulder, you know, taking it over to the elevator or something, you know, or it yeah. might be, I'm like, that person's on my team. I like that, man. You know? Well,
1: in the- it, yeah. And it definitely gives me instant credibility with my team, right? I, I've been on these job sites. My dad, he only had daughters. So, you know, when we were going out on job sites and working for him in college, we had to be exactly like the men because it, we were his daughters, right? So we were not getting special treatment. We had to do even harder work just to Prove that you know we weren't getting special treatment and all the things. So, my first week of the job here at AeroSeal, um, I was at a trade show. My second week, though, I was at a job site at, at a federal base in Mississippi <laughs> and I was above the ceiling and on a ladder, and, and that's what I knew, right? And so that helps me i i will i'll go on the job sites i'll i'll be on the roof I'll, I'll do all the things and you know not afraid at all and and that comes from the background i had be, you know, being treated like everyone else. And, and it's wonderful to see more women in our space and, you know, feeling more comfortable coming into our space. I, my daughter was a gymnast and uh, one of her little gymnast friends is, is going to school to be a heavy equipment operator now, just like my dad. So I hooked her up uh, and he's her mentor now. So it's really cool to see, you know, so many little girls going into the trades and, you know, I, I love that.
0: Well, good for you. Great story. Awesome. Um, let Let's uh, transition into the last three years of the roller coaster that we've all yeah. been in. Now you know, we're kind of out of it, but you know we're still talking about. It, and there's little bumps and you know, you know, potholes yeah. in there that we're all going through. Talk about how your company weathered the storm, and yeah. maybe some lessons learned that uh, you know our listeners out there in commercial construction coffee talk might find of interest.
1: Uh, I I think you know just. Like I said before, having that strong foundation was really key for us surviving through those, those tougher years, you know, when things were kind of put on hold. Um, also, being willing, um, for us, we pivoted. We were focusing on energy and we were focusing on, you know, which is an important part of our business but we really looked at, okay, what other impacts do we have on buildings? Well, we make buildings, the indoor air quality better in buildings, right? And learning to talk about not just how cool our technology is, but actually why, you know, what impact that has on the buildings and the projects, um, that that was a really key learning for us during that time. So not talking about how cool it is that we pressurize duct and send in a sealant and it changes from an aerosol to a solid, right? Which is really cool physics, but nobody cares. Like people wanna know what that does to the building that you're in. Well, it makes the building have more fresh air. Well, it makes the heat that you're trying to get to the you know, office at the end of the hallway that's always cold, it makes it actually have warmth, right? And so focusing on F- our efforts on those kind of things were really important. And then also being laser focused on key markets that, you know, we really are impactful. So healthcare, you know, we, we just sold uh, our largest uh, contract to a set of 29 hospitals and, and understanding that, you know, those are target markets for us doing well in in places like universities, where people care about fresh air and healthy buildings, um, those have been really important for us. So that's really what we're learning the most is is focusing on where we have the greatest impact, and then also working in spaces and, and really marketing, not just this really cool technology we have, but how it actually makes buildings better.
0: Awesome. Awesome. The, um, you know, just, uh, tell our listeners kind of, you know, you, you, you touched on a little bit, tell them exactly what your product actually does. So when you.
1: So air seal was developed about 25 years ago at the Lawrence Berkeley national labs. And it's an aerosolized sealant that we send into the HVAC ductwork that seals up all the holes and gaps. So we pressurize it and say, we're doing that medium pressure duct from the air handling unit to the VAV box, we send it in, it starts as a liquid, we add uh, heat and hot water, and it becomes an aerosol, and it travels through the duct system, and when it feels that change of pressure from a hole or a gap, it starts to scab and solidify, and it fills up all those holes and gaps, so it doesn't line or coat the duct in any way, it only goes to where the holes are, so you can, you know, when you plug up all the holes, you can imagine if it's an exhaust system, for example, like a leaky straw, if you're trying to suck air out of a, a leaky straw, or suck out of a leaky straw, you're never going to get anything out. It's the same uh, kind of scenario, right? Air um, doesn't flow when it's leaking. And, and so we help solve all of those problems.
0: Yeah, the, I'll tell you, you know, making, you know, HVAC systems, whether it's, you know, it's shooting hot or cold air, it's uh, it's definitely you don't want to have leaks because you're just losing energy and you're and you're paying for it and so forth. So uh, very cool technology. And I didn't know it was around that much, but my HVAC guy, I've had him for. Known him for 20 years, and uh, every time he comes over, I'm looking and I'm like, I know where the condenser is and the coils, and you know all, the, all that stuff and how it works. And you know every time he, I'm like, Hey, man, what is that thing? You know, how much does that thing cost? You know, or whatever. And uh, uh, HVAC really hasn't changed that much. The units themselves pretty much operate the same way. It's just making them more efficient. Cleaning, cleaning, cleaning—just taking out your filter every three months can help your unit run so much smoother and give it, you know, you know, longer-lasting life. You know, and it's just like anything else—if you maintain it correctly and keep it clean, uh, and then obviously, you know, plugging the holes up in your duct, um, that uh, you're 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 just gonna your your bill will go down, but your house will feel much more comfortable. You know, or your facility. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: There was a study done by the Building Commissioning Agency. That said that $2.9 billion is lost every year just from duck leakage. And ASHRAE says that 75% of your ducks leak 10 to 25%. I mean, those are significant numbers that nobody really ever talks about because you can't solve it with traditional methods, right? Once your building is is constructed, there's no good way to get to those ducks. There's no good way to figure out where it's leaking. Um, And so we solve those problems.
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm uh, you know, if anybody out there in commercial construction coffee talk land and you're looking to uh, you know, find out uh, you know, how you can make your HVAC systems, you know, uh be more efficient if you haven't had your duck works, you know, looked if you have any holes in there or what have you, you know, here's a lady that can help you. She's an expert. So um uh, are there any new products other than you know, your 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 uh, plugs that you're doing for the HVAC units? Do you have anything coming down the pike that our listeners should know about?
1: We actually uh, have developed AeroSeal Envelope as well. So the really cool thing about AeroSeal Envelope is we do this a lot in new construction or renovation projects, and we pressurize the entire building envelope and send around the ceiling inside the space and plug up all the holes and gaps. And the really cool thing about that is if you're trying to meet a certain air changes per hour, um, you know immediately when you get there because we're doing a blower door test while we're sealing. So if you're trying to meet a certain code requirement or um, anything that you're doing for the building, um, we know immediately when the air changes per hour has been met. So we're really excited about that. A little bit different industry from existing buildings to new construction. Um, but we're super excited about the impact that that's having, especially in the residential new construction space.
0: Once again, if your windows have a little hole in it or underneath your door, you've got you know a draft coming in. All of that affects your energy bill and your HVAC, mm-hmm. how, and your air conditioning, depending on what season that you're in. It's all going to affect... Uh, how hard your unit's going to run and that's going to determine how long it's going to last and what maintenance it's going to need on it. So having that, uh, it's kind of like, um, it's like Scotchgard on a sofa. You know, that's the way I'm going to put it. You know, you, you want to make sure it's covered because you don't know where the spills ever going to happen. So you might as well plug up those holes while you can. if they're not in the ducts, if they're in the exterior of the building, you might as well get it done and have just that bubble around it. Am I right?
1: Exactly. And, you know, what what I'm really excited about is, you know, for a while, a lot of people were focusing on renewables and solar and, you know, wind sources. But if your buildings aren't as efficient as they can, you're still, you know, you need more solar panels, you need more wind. And I think the number one thing and what people are focusing on more, and and I go to a lot of conferences, and, and I heard the DOD say it just about a month ago, is don't come to me with a project unless you're making the structure better um, first, right? And I think that's something that was missed for a couple of years, but now we're starting to talk about it. You know, it's really cool and, and kind of the new sexy thing to add renewables and solar, but if your buildings aren't operating as efficiently as possible, um, then it's still wasting energy. So I'm, I'm really excited about that trend and, and the products that we have that help with that.
0: Hey, yeah, I think uh, keeping your HVAC uh, units uh, running more efficiently is sexy. Okay, so don't. don't <laughs> it's not. It's sexy because you know what? When you get the bill and it's not what it was before, you're like, "Hey, it is. It is cool." You know, so it, cool. nothing wrong with that. Um, if if someone wanted to reach out to you out there in commercial construction, coffee talk land, uh, and talk uh, HVAC efficiency or this new product for the exterior and so forth, how would they how would they contact you?
1: Yes, yeah. so you can go to our website, www.aeroseal.com, or you can email me directly, april.frakes F-R-A-K-E-S, at aeroseal.com. And I'm here to answer all your questions. Um, and like I said, our website is a wealth of information, but but again, just reach out to me directly and I'm here to help.
0: There you go. So listen, if you got any issues and you think you got leaks in your HVAC system or you might even have them in the exterior building or what have you, uh, call Ms. Frakes up here. She just gave you you know, her email and how to contact her and uh, she, they can come out and probably, I, I'm sure that when you do that, you do an inspection and then you give them a report and say, hey, here's what you need to do to get it fixed, right? Correct? That's right.
1: Exactly. We come out, we do an inspection, we look at everything and, and give you all the information you need
0: and and listen what you don't know can really hurt you so you might as well you know look you you take you go to the doctor if you don't feel good but if you don't think your hvac unit's running well you know you don't call someone or call an expert and and uh probably someone that some some of these hvac technicians probably don't even know that some of this stuff exists believe it or not so you know they know the basics but if you if you if you think you got something wrong give her a call and uh see if she can help you uh well this has been awesome if um As we finish up, if you wanted to leave one positive thought or phrase with our listeners out there, uh, what would it be as we end, you know, we're going into, we're Q4 right now, finishing up the year. And before you know it, where the new year comes, uh, what would you want to leave that comment with our quote uh, for our listeners? What would it be?
1: Quote, Miss Dolly Parton, who has all the wisdom and say storms make trees take deeper roots. And with the past couple of years that we've all had in the construction industry and all the things that we've had to weather, just remember we all have stronger roots now and, and we're all ready to bloom.
0: That's awesome. I like the whole root thing, you know, because uh, you know, when the wind comes, the trees go down. And uh uh I was just when we were driving over to Hilton Head up this weekend, there must have been some wicked storm, and all these trees were blown down. You could see the roots, and these were big trees, they're probably going through hundreds and hundreds of thunderstorms, but they got blown over. And uh, but you know, if they had a little deeper roots, then you know the other trees obviously had deeper roots because they were right next to them and they weren't getting blown over. So uh I'm with Dolly Parton. Deep roots. Don't get blown <laughs> over. Keep standing. You know? And, right. uh, uh I uh you know, I'm I'm a digital guy, so <clears throat> I I nurture my my business page <clears throat> on uh on social media every day. I put quotes up and so forth, but uh I just had uh what was it? Uh uh be a warrior, not a warrior, you know. So oh. uh you know uh listen you, you can't worry about stuff you can't change but you can change your HVAC and how it can be running efficiency so be a warrior pick up the phone get an inspection done and and you'll find out where you're at but worrying it's not going to get anything done it's called
1: that's you right
0: know, you know cat call to action you know you know go Z, whatever get you know get it done so if anybody wants to get reach me i'm at david c at ccr-mag.com uh listen uh april's publicist sent me a a press release and we were talking i'm like yeah let's get her on and we'll talk hvac so uh listen you know the send me stuff uh you know we look at everything and and look they just had the 1.4 billion dollar lottery this weekend now i didn't win it but if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win it. So if you don't send me something, I can't look at it. And believe me, we look at everything. We post up every day. It's very tough getting in the magazine, but we look at, you know, you can send me a press release on new personnel, new products, charity, anniversaries. Uh, we look at everything and we have plenty of social media channels to put that stuff. Well, I've got content coming out my end, but you know, what? I'll come back to you. We'll, we'll post it. We'll sing in the URL. You can share it. It's good for SEO, which is search engine optimization, you know, on the web. It helps your Google ranking and uh, all that stuff. So, you know, let let me uh, judge the book by its cover. Send it to me. We'll look at it and, you know, we'll share it. And it's a win-win for all. So, uh, uh, but before we uh, finish up here, just a couple of things. Number one, hit that like button. Because we want to get the algorithms up, so we can, uh, you know, hear April and about uh, AeroSeal and all the great things they're doing to keep your buildings, you know, safer and healthier and cooler or heat, you know, hotter depending on what season that you're in. Uh, number two, if you're on that construction site, we want you to be safe. Okay. Safety is the number one thing. So you can go home at night, see your kids or, your, you know, your spouse. We want you to be able to, you know, have dinner. Talk about your day, catch some Z's and go do it another day, you know, when the sun rises. So being safe is number one. Number two, even though the fall's coming in, it's getting a little cooler at night or whatever. Look, it's still hot out there. So make sure you stay hydrated, you know, drink and grab my bottle of water here. See, I'm I'm drinking. I put my electrolytes in here, but they're going to go in here when when I get done. Uh, Make sure you drink lots of water. Dehydration. It's the worst. It gives you headaches and that's when accidents happen. You know, I don't care if it's on the construction site or on the athletic field, stay hydrated. It's one of the best things that you can do for your body. Keeps everything nice and, you know, liquid hide. And um, uh, so stay safe, drink lots of water. And uh, and uh, once again, hit that like button so we can get those algorithms out. So April, I look forward to meeting you one of these days when I come up to uh, Dayton. You're right down the road uh, from my mom in uh, Springboro. And uh yeah get a tour you know of of the you know the, the the space and you know uh see what's going on and uh you know it's uh what a great story and uh tell your dad he you did a really good job with you and your sisters and i would have loved to seen him coming in with the with the crew with their hel- helmets on way back when you know it, it had yeah. to be, it had to be a great picture you know right
1: yeah i'll try to i'll try to get it over you so you can oh, no, <laughs> plug it on there
0: yeah, no. Listen, I, I got my heart out sitting there from way back when. You know, it, uh, yeah. it it's a, it's a really good story. So listen, everybody. Uh, it's October. You got Thanksgiving coming up. Then then you got ha- you know you got Halloween first. Then you got Thanksgiving, and then you got the you know you know Hanukkah, Christmas, Festivus, whatever. And then before you know it, boom, it's all going to be over, and we're going to close the year out in twenty twenty four. going to come. So uh, keep your mindset positive make sure you know you recharge your battery every day stay positive uh you know keep the momentum and finish off the year strong and then going into into the new year with uh you know more momentum and uh Listen, it's been a wild and crazy year, mentally drained every day for everything that happens. You know, I catch a couple of Z's and I do it again. But I think just, uh, you know, everything that I've learned this year, God, 2024 is going to be, you know, that much better. So I always look at the glass, uh, you know, look, I'm just glad I can hold a glass, number one. But number two, I'm glad it's half full, not half empty. I'm glad it's partly sunny, not cloudy. So there's no negativity. Got negativity, get rid of it you know, it's not worth it. And some things you can't control anyway. So just go with the flow, control what you can and the rest of it, just, it's not worth worrying about. Remember, be a warrior, not a warrior. So, well, April say goodbye from South of Dayton to our listeners. Thank you so
1: much. Goodbye, everybody.
0: And I'm going to sign off from uh, sugar Hill, about uh, 25 miles North of Atlanta, just below the Beaver Dam on Lake Lanier. And we will see you all next time on another episode of Commercial Construction Coffee Talk. April, pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the uh, conversation and uh, I'll see you when I get up to date. Go Flyers and go Red Hawks too. All right.
1: All right. Thank you so much.
0: All right. See you later. Ciao, everybody.